Okay. I am 43 now, and this took place near Deadwood SD, in the Black Hills, when I was in the 5th grade. I am pretty sure it was during the summer months between my 5th and 6th grade years in school. So quick math says I was 10, maybe 11, my birthday is in July, years old. Anywho, that matters because at that age I was old enough to be aware of my surroundings and to know the difference between imaginary friends and real life ones. So basically none of this was imagined on my part and everything I am going to say is to the best of my ability, memory, true and in no way exaggerated or over-sensationalized for effect. We lived in the small town of Lead, SD. Pronounced, Lead, which is about two miles further up the hill from Deadwood SD. The, same Deadwood that Wild Bill Hickok was killed in, and the same Deadwood that they made a TV series after, of the same name. That area, geographically speaking, is strikingly different from the rest of its surroundings that consist of Wyoming, flat and empty, to the left and the plains and badlands, flat and empty, to the right. The Black Hills are actually really really pretty. And for an area that you could easily cover on a map, with your thumb. They are surprisingly dense and rugged. I can't imagine living their way back in the olden days. Gonna swerve to the right for a second. One winter, this bit is not at all relevant to Sasquatch. Just a cool memory from living there. I remember it snowed over 8 feet of snow in only 2 days. 8 feet feet, that's as tall as the doorframe in your house. 12, minus 13, foot snowdrifts. The first day of the blizzard there was zero wind. Somewhere my mom has a photo of at least 2 feet feet of snow that had stacked itself up on top of the antenna of our old Chevy station wagon. It was nuts. Then the wind came with purple lightning. It was a truly insane place to live. Okay back on track. My family was considered big by today's standards. I am number three of six boys. And having been raised a Jehovah's Witness we were encouraged to keep our friends and associates to members of the church as much as possible. So one evening our family was having dinner with the Spears family at their house on a piece of property near Deadwood somewhere within maybe 10 miles from the town itself. Unfortunately I cannot recall the exact location of their property but I do recall nearby. There were some old rusty, no longer used, train tracks that went through a short tunnel, that I remember was a blast to have Roman candle, fireworks, fights in. Hash, something like that. This all takes place in the span of about 5 minutes total. Maybe less. But that evening it was about dusk and we had already eaten dinner and the adults were in the house getting dessert ready or doing whatever and it was myself, my older brother Jason and two of their kids both boys and we were all within a few years in age. We were out messing around a couple few hundred yards away in a barn that their family was setting up on their property, that was still under construction but mostly finished. It had exterior windows, unsure if the actual windows had been installed or not but it had a big barn door and everything. I recall we were climbing around, up in the rafters of the structure and someone on the ground level commented about some horrible smell. And within a few moments this smell caught up with me, who was still making my way down from the rafters of this barn. I cannot describe this smell, so I will attempt to describe what this smell felt like. Things that smell really bad. I mean really bad. Cause the human body to involuntarily gag or throw up. This isnt something you even have time to try to stop. It's like a reflex made of everything horrible in nature. The smell hits you and is interpreted by your brain and before you can exhale, your body is trying to turn itself inside out. And that's what mine did. I clearly remember I was getting ready to hop down onto a ladder and I smelled it and instantly vomited freshly eaten spaghetti all down the front of my shirt and shorts. It easily could have been the pie eating contest scene from the movie, Stand By Me. 
Right about then we heard a something outside that I had never heard before and haven't heard since. But it was a big sound. You know the sound the elephant or the howler monkey or the loin makes at the zoo. This was no different. It shook the earth. You could hear it but you could also feel it inside your body. It was something. It was something alive. And it was big. Right about then I was motionless, as we all were, staring at each other wide-eyed and while I was standing up in the rafters the entire fucking structure creaked and groaned as the exterior wall was pushed on from my left to right. It was violent enough that I had to quickly kneel down and grasp the wood beam I was standing on to keep from falling down to the ground. I probably moved six to eight inches laterally, sideways. That's a lot of movement for a single-story structure attached to a foundation to move. The dog was going apeshit. Its fur was standing straight up on its back and it was in a defensive posture, holding its ground, looking directly at the place on the broad side of this barn that the sound came from and the movement originated from with the big barn door behind it. I hopped down onto the ground and had one of those moment of clarity thoughts. Is this about to come through the fucking wall? As my brother and the two boys we were with started scrambling to find something. Anything to defend ourselves with. I think I ended up holding a rusty pair of garden shears or something. I recall the dog, a nice-sized German shepherd, turned towards the door and ran out and rounded the corner with a very offensive, attack, posture and it was obvious it was going out to protect its humans or die trying. I am in my mid-forties and I have never witnessed that kind of split-second bravery even in a human. One of the boys ran after the dog clearly concerned that the dog won now in danger and we all ran out of this barn with our makeshift torches and pitchforks, minus the torches, in an attempt to do something, anything to investigate the dog having put itself in harm's way. Right behind the barn there was bushes and this hill started up pretty steep like a 45 degree angle. It was steep enough to climb up but steep enough that it would have been a pain in the ass. And it was all overgrown with bushes trees and shit. We round the corner of the barn and all I see is a very tall dark figure that resembled a 10 feet tall football player if its uniform and helmet was a dark colored ghillie suit. It turned and ran full speed on two legs. I clearly recall it was grasping and swatting while breaking through the trees and bushes in its way, up this steep as fuck hillside. It was like a cartoon. Dark figure runs up the hill as bushes and trees rustle and break, then it zigs and runs up further as trees and bushes rustle then zags and runs further as trees crash and break and bushes rustle violently whoosh whoosh crash, slam, whoosh, snap, boom, crunch, bang, crash and was up and over this incline in only a few maybe 10 seconds. This was a goddamn mountain. And it ran up it faster than I've ever seen anything run ever. It sprinted up a fucking incline steeper than the laws of physics would allow you to drive a vehicle and completely overgrown with thick bushes and trees. The entire encounter, this thing was s-c-r-e-a-m-i-n-g. Louder than I could if I were to curl up my lips and bellow as loud as I can, right now. Hell, it was louder than three or four adults could yell if all yelling at the same time and yelling as if they were trying to permanently fuck up their voices. But it wasn't human, but it was screaming. The dog ran back to us after having given up chase a quarter the way up the hill. And there we are all four of us kids with the dog, none of us dead. And with the fires of hell lit under our feet we flew back to the house and exploded on the front door all of us babbling panting and crying and puke covered and freaked the fuck out. But it was mostly dark by this point and the adults dismissed us and our story saying we must have seen a elk or a deer or a bear. No. I've seen all of those in the wild lots of times and when was the last time a bear screamed at you and ran on two feet up an impossible incline grasping.
to grasp anything. A thumb-like appendage is mandatory. Bears cannot grasp anything ever, and they never scream. Dot. This story is true and totally unexaggerated or oversensationalized for effect.